All right, we got a brother by the name of Ruben Wood in the building. Welcome to the Soul of the Streets, my brother. Hey, what's up, man? Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. You got a, a nice project that you just dropped, uh, 5 a.m. on Peace Street. Uh, you've been um got a lot of dope features on that joint. Um, uh, I mean, it's my first time talking to you, hearing about you. Like, how did you get your start? Where did you, where did you come from? <laughs> I know you've been around, you've been around, but you know, where where did you? How did you make it here tonight? Um, I mean, really, I got my start in New York. Um, I'm originally okay. from Brunswick, Georgia, so I'm originally from the South, but I came to New York to actually get on in the music industry, um, and that kind of started in Brooklyn for me, honestly. Okay. Um, then it went from there to actually uh, me going out to California, expanding more on that, and then I wind up doing a, a couple more projects and then I took a, a a sabbatical so to speak you know what I'm saying when you said you wanted to get in you started in you started in New York to to get into the music industry what exactly were you trying to do in the music industry what was it that you wanted to do oh man I was I was rapping I was making was rapping okay um, so you know being that to me that was more so like this is where hip-hop is you know I'm like okay let me go up there because I wasn't really making a lot of dance records, crunk music, mm -hmm. stuff like that, that you typically would hear down south. So I was really making more so, I guess you could say, music like Outkast, but there's only one Outkast, you know what I'm saying? So you only don't, it's, it's only Andre and Big Boy. So right. for me to be able to, take off and and do what I wanted to do uh, musically. Yeah, I came to New York and I mean, it opened a lot of doors for me. So what was that experience like uh, when you came to New York? Like what were some of the things you was able to, to make happen here to keep the to keep the motivation going? I mean, really, I remember being in Brooklyn selling uh, mixtapes and you know, I found out that was illegal to do on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the lessons, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was a lesson. But, you know. I but you to, kept going. You kept selling. Yeah, I definitely kept going. Used to be in uh, Crown Heights, bed stacks. My uncle stayed in bed stack. So, um, yeah, man. I would be over there performing at Legacy Lounge off of Nordstrom Avenue. Okay. Um, so that was like where I got my start at in the music and everything and, and tapping in with people from Wu-Tang management and like the uh, people who was affiliated with Wu-Tang and Killer Bees and ODB people and stuff, you know. About what time frame was that about? That was in 2010. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 2010, okay. 2011. Um, because during that time, Black Mass was still alive. Of course, ODB had to pass, but right. they had a studio situation over there. So I was, you know, tapped in with different people who was connected within that realm. And um, Black Mass, actually, the first person who got me a situation, because I wound up getting a situation with The Orchard and 
back during that time, that was before Universal and Sony had uh did a merger and bought okay. that and everything. So, I mean, it, it's it was crazy. Uh, first original situation I had was with Island Def Island Def Jam. So I had okay. this distribution situation with them um, because of a, a dude named Dark Ninja. But that was some that was some cap stuff back then, man. You know, so those distribution deals, huh? The, the, the... Yeah. So he ran. You it's know, part, it's, it's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. You know, right? It is part of the journey. You know. Hey. So you know, but like I say, man, Black Mass was really the one who put me on, um, because he was official with Wu Tang management and up under the Killer Bees and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah. so did you have to change um not have to change but did you like change your style a little bit when you came to new york or they just accepted you for the style that you had coming out of Brunswick, georgia mm -hmm. i mean i had so i had different songs right and because obviously artist development is not the same now as it was back then, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. really if I remember correctly, they would say back in that time, like everybody from New York was sounding like the South, was trying to sound like the South because the South was so lit. And right. so with you coming from the South to come to New York and getting linked up, did, was that part of, of what drew them to you because you had that Southern <laughs> style? No, because I wasn't using auto <laughs> That's why I'm telling <laughs> you. That's why I'm like, I wasn't using... Auto tune. I wasn't making crunk music, dance music, trap music necessarily like mm -hmm. that. You know, so for me, I remember uh performing at the pyramid. You know, they used to be. Oh yeah, I used to do a show on um Avenue A. Yeah, I used to do. A I used to um put on a show there. So I remember when This Is Fifty used to be doing mm -hmm. what they was doing. Okay, so went there to perform and. uh very interesting experience, but it kind of taught me early on that when you're performing, you have to know your crowd, know what to perform for your crowd. So I learned then, like, if I didn't want to get booed because New York is a very strong, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, audience. <laughs> if you say the wrong thing or you perform the wrong song, you get booed. <laughs> it's not a question. You definitely get booed. So um yeah I, I learned what song to perform a band and i was pretty much in a good place off of just that because uh it was more so about like trees you know weed stuff like that so everybody's like, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they was already in the they was already in the zone already right right Being so, outside, come back in so that that that, that hit home <laughs> right that was a good. That was a good spot, man. Pyramid was a lot of good times in that spot. Right. Yeah, they 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 done shut down. I know. And a whole lot of things done shut down, but we still outside. We still making it do what it do. Right. Yeah. So, so, so from the pyramid, what other um spots you performed in in New York when you around that time? Um, the Marquee. Okay. And uh. Like I said, Legacy Lounge. I used to actually be a Legacy Lounge, probably the most in Brooklyn. Um, in Manhattan, yeah, Pyramid, and then like I say, the Marquee. It was just one other venue I was supposed to perform at, but I wind up not. Um, because I wind up going back to LA 
and everything. So okay. then you know, I started kind of making LA my home and doing more stuff out there, connecting with more people. Um, Cause I feel like the vibe was different on the West Coast anyway. And mm -hmm. you know, I had more opportunities out there. Cause New York is a, it's really, it's an interesting place on one side. Like when it comes to the music business side, you gotta be tapped in with the right people. You gotta be connected with the right people. Cause you know, a lot of people be clicked up. They do this, they move how they move. Um, so me coming from the south, it's like, who this nigga is? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Coming from the south, so yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's it was a it's a great experience. Um, I actually hadn't been in New York within like I want to say eight or nine years, and then like I I came back to New York in twenty twenty. One, I want to say 21, 2021, 2022, something like that. During the pandemic or coming out of the pandemic. Coming out of the pandemic. Okay. So, so where, where where do you feel like your creativity got um really came alive or you living in all these different places? Where you feel like you really was able to hone your craft and come up with the sound that's on this project? Because uh, this is your first project in like 12 years, right? Yeah, it's the first project in 13 years. Um, 13 years now? Okay. I would say coming back to Georgia was probably mm. where all of that came from. But at the time of me actually producing that project and building the beats around those verses and stuff, um, you know, I was already going through my mom's being in the hospital. So the project is is like therapy for me, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's what that was for me to be able to do that. Um, it was just like listening to music, playing the music, listening to verses. Okay, cool. This is what the BPM is. This is what I'm gonna do. This how I want this to sound. This what I think would sound dope on this. And so that was that was like therapy for me to help me, you know, cope with my own grief and stuff. Really. Okay. Okay. Well, how's how's your mom doing today? Oh no, she uh she actually passed. Oh, my condolences, man. Appreciate that. Okay. Well, she. So I mean, I mean, you got you have some some serious collabs on the project. I was checking out the one with Jada Kids. I was checking out the whole project. I got it today. Um, it's out live on live a live mixtapes. Will you be putting it out on Apple and all that stuff soon, or or you just kind yeah. of let it rock yeah. out? Nah, it's actually on Apple, Spotify. It's everywhere now. Oh, it is. It's, okay, cool, cool, cool. So, how did the 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 feature with Jada Kids come about? Uh really, verse like you know, um, I had a verse from him, so then I took and I built a, a beat around that. Then I added some supporting vocals. Mm. Um, you got a lot of verses from a lot of great people, like. You skipping some, uh, I know, I know, you you skipping some really important steps. How did you get all these collabs? Like, had you worked with them prior to? Like, I mean, really, nah. Like the A and R team that I worked with, uh, actually had got verses for me. So you know, we had to do the paperwork and pay my license fees, different things like that, mm -hmm. and handle the business appropriately. So that was the main thing with all those verses. And then it was like. 
bringing in up and coming artists and bringing new people into the fold of things to make something happen. And that was probably like the next most important part of everything that was actually going on. So okay. for me, um, the process was more so just like more business oriented and then production based. You know? Okay. So what's one of the songs on the project that stands out for you? I know you said the project is therapy for you, but what, what song resonates with you in this moment? Uh, probably Margaret's song. The one that's, you know, actually named after my mother. Okay. Um, which also, you know, features uh, uh, vocals from her and vocals from my so, so Okay. A family affair. Yeah. Nice, nice. So, uh, you have any videos that you're going to be putting together for the project? Yeah, so I actually have the video for Upgrade You that's going to be dropping uh, this Friday, February. Dope. And, uh, yeah, that's that's the first video. We got a couple other videos that's going to be in the works. Um, definitely going to tap in with Jalen. Hopefully we can get that situation. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but who? The Jada Kiss. So Jada Kiss, okay, okay. Situated and get him to do some cameos in a video with me too. So yeah. Yeah, Snoop on the project. You have uh uh Cameron. Mm -hmm. Uh who else you got on there? You, you you got a lot, you got a you got more features, not so much more features, but yeah, yeah. This is a major, this is a major project. You should, I'm, you should be very proud of yourself of just being able to put that type of body of work together. Like that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Congratulations on just you know working hard and and being diligent and 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 staying true to the task and bringing it all together. Cause that's really not an easy easy thing. It's hard to get people that don't have a buzz on track. And, and and together you, you got you got five and six of legends on tracks so yeah. you know what i mean that shows that speaks volume to how they respond you know how you how you handle your business and and the respect that they have for you so you're not just somebody out here that's wasting time you really out here putting in work so salute to you for sure. making that happen yeah definitely appreciate that man yeah so so what, what are you uh, most excited about as far as like on this rollout, you know, promoting the project, like what, 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 is, what is it that you want the people to get from the project? Um, honestly, I personally feel like the biggest and most important thing for people to get from the project is just like the overall production and to reintroduce them to who I am as an artist. Okay. You know what I'm saying, so for me it wasn't necessarily about the bars, so to speak, or, you know, me rapping on the, on the uh, project, so to speak. It was more so about the music for me because okay. I hadn't wrote anything, hadn't rapped anything in so long. So, you know, it's like I'm warming back up, really, to even be able this, to. That's, this is a hell of a warm-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I feel I'm with you. I'm with you, but I'm just saying if this is you warming up, shit, when you really get crunked up, you may have Michael Jackson on the next project. I don't know. <laughs> hey man, you know you never know. Maybe somebody in the Jackson family let me. Uh, hey, 
I'm, I'm here for that. That, 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 that will continue the dopeness that you uh, are, are creating. So I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it at all. So, so you say you have a video dropping Friday for Upgrade You. Mm -hmm. um, you want people to get familiar with you as an artist. And, and your inspiration for this project was when your mom took ill. And this was your way of communicating how you was feeling towards us. So how how are you feeling today? Are you okay today with everything that you've had to go through? Like how mentally everything you, you feel like you you're on the right path? I mean, I feel like, you know, I'm in a better space today than I was uh a year ago. You know what I'm right. saying? So because at the end of the day, it's like this, man, you know, grief is a is someone's own personal embolism of how they deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So some days it might be like, man, I really don't be feeling like dealing with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. but at the same time. And that's only because it's like, it's your, your parent. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm the youngest. So. Mm, okay. I'm the young, I'm the youngest too. Right. And, and, I, and I lost my dad. So I know, you know, what that, what that, what that feeling is like. So definitely, I, I definitely understand what that what that feels like. Well, how long was it? When did your mom pass? Uh, she actually passed last year on January. Last year? Okay, January eleventh. Okay, so you it was just like a year, just made a year. Just made a year, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, and how long did it? And so, how long did it take you to focus on the album and put this whole thing together? Were you able to do it within that year, or were you working on it? Nah, I was uh I was able to complete the whole project last year after she okay. had passed. But prior to that, I had some of those verses that I was sitting on. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I said, I was sitting on. I wasn't, you know, like I wasn't even in the headspace to right. produce and, and things like that. So that's why I said for me, doing the production and building the beats around the, the verses was more so like therapy for me. You know. So, how did you come out of this project as a producer? Like, well, who are some of the people you're looking to work with as a producer now that you've made this body of work? Like, where do you see your production? Who would you like to see on your production moving forward? I mean, who I would like to see on my production really disguise the enemy. If I think they dope as an artist, um, okay, I would like to go work with a couple of producers that I looked up to. You know what I'm saying too. Um, just Who are some of the producers that you looked up to? Uh, really, Dr. Dre, uh, Just Blaze, um, Timberland. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, no ID dope too. I definitely looked up to Kanye West because he's more uh, my generation and everything. But okay. like also too, Hit Boy really cold on the production-wise and everything, too. And Guru, Young Guru, mm. definitely, you know, he called, too. So it's a, it's a lot of individuals when it comes to the production that I listen to, that I look up to, because even RZA is really cold, and uh, Static Selector is really cold, too. You know, obviously, because <laughs> that's, that's Wu-Tang, so you know. That right, 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 right. I mean, but you all those names is, sound pretty good, damn good to me. So you you can't go wrong with none of those. So who uh, on the artist um side, who were some of your influences? On the artist side, influences, man. Um, 
honestly, one of them was on the actual uh, on the project because Gucci was on the project. I mean, really, <laughs> Gucci Tilt, uh, Jeezy, and Nas. Nas was definitely uh, in DMX. Them two, them really two was my two favorite artists. You know what I'm saying? And I know some people that I've said that to, they be like, "How you say that?" But you from the south. But when I was growing up in the early '90s, y'all look at who was playing on the radio, because where I'm from is not we we weren't in Atlanta, so we wasn't a, a city where people going to go do promo runs at. You know, maybe in Savannah, but not in Brunswick. So we listened okay. to the radio. You hearing Snoop on the radio, you hearing Dre on the radio, you hearing Nas, DMX, Jay Z. Um, so the the smaller the smaller towns in Georgia, they play what's mainstream, more so than what's actually playing in like what's bubbling under in, in Atlanta or whatever other town. Yeah. yeah. So we had Outkast. That's what I'm saying. Like you had Outkast because uh, Big Boy was from Savannah, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So that's mm -hmm. 45 minutes from where I'm from. So okay. outcast, but on the on the flip side, we had too many other people from the south that's getting played on the radio when I was at that age. As I progressed in age, then you had uh Raheem the Dream was was getting played. Um and then like, you know, camouflage, but he was from Savannah as well, too. Shot to to Pure Pain, Camouflage, rest in peace. And yes. then um you know, of course, we had the the crunk music era, which was crime mob, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Lil John, Lil Scrappy, Tria Via, all of them. So of course I'm listening to them, looking up them, but like musically influencing me, like, yeah, nah, bro. Uh definitely Nas DMX. Um yeah, Dre. Yeah. Are you excited to get on the road with some of the songs on the project and start performing it? Or is this a project you would be performing? Or is this something that you just like musically selling to the people and giving me your visuals and stuff? So I'm I'm more so musically selling to them and doing visuals. Um some okay. of the some of the songs I'm actually gonna perform. Um, but when I do perform it, I wanna perform it like acoustically. Um specifically like even with Margaret's song or uh, upgrade you because those are two of the, the tracks that don't have any features up on them, anything like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's kind of like having the balance on how I actually control the narrative of how I perform because I do have an EDM version of the album, I just haven't released it. Oh, yet. wow, okay. So then that doesn't necessarily require the artist to be there to perform, but because you know, I can. Cause I DJ too, so you know, DJ <laughs> put that out. But yeah, what what is it that I mean? You do a lot of things. What is it that? What are the the the, the main things that that you focus on? Is there is that main thing you focus on? You just just get it how you get it. Um, I mean, really, the main thing I be focused on is the production side of it. But because I do DJ, um, I that kind of go hand in hand with hosting, right? Mm -hmm. When I started out, I started out as a dancer and a performer. So I never had an issue with controlling the crowd or, you know, performing in front of hundreds or thousands of people and, and things like that. But it's like 
I have to look at it from the aspect of what do I want to uh, project to the people. So a lot of times for me, it's like hyping the crowd up. So if I'm hyping the crowd up, I'm DJing, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I said the EDM version, because I like making people want to dance, you know what I'm saying? Having them where they got high key energy. Right. I think that um, a lot of the records on this project is not high key energy. It's only a couple of them that's high key energy. But, you know, when you flip that beat out and then it becomes EDM, okay, boom, that's high key energy. It's just, is the person into this and the type of demographics that I want to appeal to. <laughs> so this, this project is going to take on a lot of different um, personalities along right. its bow line. Right. Yeah, definitely. Dope. So this is, this is like the, this is like more the, um, the musical expression of it now, which is the, what, what the music actually sounds like. And then you're going to get into like how they do in Texas with the, um, what is it? With it slowed up the, 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 oh, what's the, I can't even think of the, the name of it. What they do in Dallas when they saw the, oh, the um, chopping screw, screw? like yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you're gonna have different versions like that, like how they do like the chopping screw version, but you're gonna do the EDM version, stuff like that. That's it. That, I mean, that's dope. That's exciting. So I mean, it's a lot of work too, yeah. and, and uh, it's gonna be interesting to hear all those artists on them beats like that with them different flows and stuff like that. You got, I, I, I'm, I'm tuned in. I'm tuned in. I'm definitely tuned in. So Friday we get to um, upgrade you. And um, the project is out on all digital platforms. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. It's, it's, so, what's next? What's next for you outside of this project? Is it's or, or is it all focused on this project right now? Nah, I mean, I already got. Um, I got a lot of the beats that I already produced. Um, I got a couple other different songs mm -hmm. that I already done. Um, a couple in the works, so. You might get an EP out of me later on this year, you know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I definitely, definitely appreciate you, you know, taking time out of your schedule to chop it up with us here on Soul Streets. I'll be supporting. Uh, what songs should what, I play? I play um, hip hop on Saturdays and I do R and B on Sundays. So my hip hop, I, I play like um, I've been playing a little bit. Everybody, I've been throwing at that. Um, that Megan Hisson to this week I got on I got the Hisson <laughs> and the Bigfoot. <laughs> I got I got I got French Montana on there. I have uh I got uh D thing on there. What what song would you say on the project would, would speak to that type of playlist? Probably the record with uh Yeah, I'm gonna say probably the record with, with Jada Kiss. With Jada? Um, let the music play. Yeah, that song. That song is fire. Yeah, yeah. The, the intro is fire too. I got. I got. I started listening to it early. I got. I got through like five songs, and I had to start doing something else. But I was like, you definitely got a vibe. The, the project definitely has a vibe, and it comes together really dope. So I'm definitely looking forward to finishing it, and um, and seeing you know, seeing what else is on it. So I thank you, man, for for taking time out of your busy schedule and chopping it up with us here on the Soul of the Street. So definitely, we'll be supporting you. And everything that you you know, whatever, whatever music that you drop, definitely gonna be supported. And give us a, and give us a follow back on the Soul of the Streets uh, on, on Instagram. Come on now, put us a part of your network because we're gonna we're gonna definitely be um, talking and, and keeping things rolling. And I'm looking forward to supporting you and everybody that's over there and your team. Is there any um, inspirational words you can give to somebody 
uh, young producer, young artist that's trying to uh, get to the level that you're on that you could just, you know, give some some motivation to? Because it, it ain't easy out here. Um, honestly, I would probably say, you know, uh, first and foremost, focus on your relationship with God. Yes. Know? Um, draw close to to Him as much as possible. Um, pray, meditate, and wake up every day and tell yourself what you can do, not what you can't do. Um. Because affirmations are real, words are real, words are powerful. Um, speaking things into existence is really powerful. So just be a person who actually has a mindset that's like a willing and able uh, mindset to where you actually can get stuff done. You want to get stuff done, so forth and so on. Because um, I know it's it's easy to get discouraged in the music mm -hmm. business, and when you start early on, um, it's it's gonna be hard. You gotta go through the process. You gotta go through the grind. Everybody does, even when we don't feel like, it, even when we don't want to. So just you know, stay motivated by affirming verbally, out loud that you can do this. You you're doing it. You know, never say you're you're going to or you will. No, say I'm doing. It. That's a fact. What what were some of the, the 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 obstacles that that you had to go through to get to this point in your in your journey? Um, I mean, you know, setbacks with uh, poor management in the past. Okay. Um, you know, dealing with the craziness in the industry with the wrong and just so people could know, like, what's your definition of poor management? Yeah, I mean, you if you have a manager, when you have something that can be managed and it's poorly managed or it's not being managed. It's You're not being utilized. That's poor management. If you're an upcoming artist and you don't have anything that can be managed, your manager can't make money off of you. You can't make money off of you. There's nothing to be managed. I have been a person who's always had something that can be managed because I was doing shows in Vegas at the Aria and uh, a couple of different, you know, big casinos, the Palms, back in the day, <laughs> in like 2012, and excuse me, so forth and so on. So it was never a thing where the money couldn't be made. You know what I'm saying? It was more so, like I said, like a poor management back during that time, which is what made me switch and be like, you know what, I'm going to do this over here so I can learn the business. And that's another thing, you know, for every person, whether you're a music, a music producer, a singer, songwriter, you want to straight be an artist, a dancer, whatever, entertainer, actor, whatever, learn the business. Um, the business is what pays you. Your talent is, is you know, you're talented, but the business is what pays you. So if you don't know the business, you're not going to get paid. That's a fact. That is a fact. It's a, a, again, man, giving the jewels, uh, inspiring the people and uh, the project is out on all digital platforms and we're going to support the joint. This is Solar Streets, G Waters with Ruben Wood, you know what I'm saying and uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you hope to talk to you again soon and um, we're going to support. Hey man, appreciate that man and thank you again for having me. God bless you my brother and again my condolences and uh, wish you nothing but success with this project and more.
Thank you, man. Take care. Peace.